All right, everyone. Well, unless you've been sleeping underneath a rock for the past week, you may have heard conversation around Joe Rogan's podcast in which he interviewed Dr. Sanjay Gupta about the pandemic, about COVID, and about vaccinations. If you have any idea about any of this, you're going to want to listen to this episode because it really allows David and I to shed some light on some things that we saw and heard in that interview and leave that up to you to decide where you stand. This isn't about wins and losses and my side is better than your side. This is all about coming to an understanding and having civil conversations and being able to voice your opinion even if you think you may get canceled. So let's go ahead and get this Full Throttle Thursday rolling. Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. You studied it. I just listened to it one time. Had a good conversation with Steph about it. And um, yeah, it was just, but you really know your shit when it comes to this stuff. So it's good. You do dive into the the mindset of the people, which I love. Like you can kind of tell mannerisms, the things he was doing, the things he was saying, pulling things out of bags. I didn't watch. I only listened. Well, when, it, when, when I saw that Gupta was the guest, I was really excited because I thought, here's some, this is going to be something that makes sense. There's going to be real answers. They'll they'll probably be they'll probably be really good debate here. Um, civil, which it was. Yeah, it, it was very it was, was very civil, civil. Debate, for sure. But what happened in within the podcast, and then what happened after, caused so many questions in my mind. And now it's like the hottest topic in the podcast world. Even the even major news has picked it up. Like Fox has picked it up. CNN's trying to defend their position saying that uh, they didn't lie, you know, about what Rogan did with Ivermectin. Sure. And, and the thing is, here's the wild thing. Really, the podcast wasn't about the Ivermectin as much as the fact that he did bring up that CNN lied about him taking horse dewormer. And, but the real question was, why did, they, why did they have to call it that? Like, what is the, what is the reason for twisting right. the information so much? That? Right. So, you know, the reason that I was interested in this, first, let me just, like, so everybody knows, I've been watching Rogan for years now. And there, there's, you know, he, he's, well, he's the number one podcast in the world. Um, and he's a very curious human being. He is. Right? It's so I don't know him. I've never spoken to him. But if you, if you watch the way he contorts himself on, uh, on his podcast, he's doing this f- mostly from the fact that he's a curious human being. And he says that he's a very curious human being. And you can tell by the different range of guests that he has on from all landscapes, right, that there's not an agenda there other than he's trying to find the truth out about a million different topics, let alone the virus, which he's actually said he's really tired of even talking right. about. It's, but, it's so much. Yeah, it's so much. But but the problem is, is that he has expressed, like so many other people have expressed, 
the idea of where's where is the where is the truth here? Like where can we find something that really builds trust in the community to kind of brings the country back together again? We can something that we can follow a really solid narrative and believe it without it having been overturned the next day. I mean, I was watching this one podcast, and it'll it'll come to me as I as I keep talking. Um, uh, somebody had Fauci going back and forth on the podcast. They took these clips saying you should wear masks, you should not wear masks, probably about 25 times. Just flip-flopping flip back, and back and forth. back and forth, back and forth. It was <laughs> all different clips, all different clips throughout the whole thing. Sure. You should, you should, you shouldn't, you should, you shouldn't, you should, you shouldn't, without anybody coming out and just being like honest with the public and saying, listen, we're dealing with something that we don't know, we don't understand, we're learning as we go, we're trying to also help people and save lives as we do that, we're going to make mistakes, but we're going to be upfront with the mistakes. We're going to be honest that we're going to you know, talk about how do we fix these things and how do we pull together. Even though that may make people nervous, I think it would have built trust worldwide. Right. Had anybody did that, nobody did it. Nobody did it. And I think that what has set Joe off down this trail of having very controversial people on uh, about the coronavirus and about some of the medications that are being used, whether they're uh, vaccines or it's something that is is a is a is a a very good medication for other things, and they're wondering does this actually work for for coronavirus or not? Is his incessant desire to try to get to some kind of truth, and it, it became it was very apparent that what he really wanted from Sanjay was to have an intellectual conversation and see what is the truth about so many of these things, and. The things that Joe personally had concerns with, like kids, sure. you know, um, and the heart issues that that there some people are reporting that happened from the vaccine. Yes, you know, um, the 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 studies that have come out that said that there's a chance of heart issues with teenage boys with the vaccine. He was asking very specific questions, but what was bizarre was the fact that all of very quickly you could see that. He had, Rogan was very prepared. He had, he had studies that he could literally show on his screen. You know, if you're, if you're watching the, the, the video of it. By the way, that video aired Osanjay Gupta on 10-13-21 on Spotify. Right. Uh, JRE is on Spotify. So if anybody wants to see it, you can go there. It's three hours. It's, it's worth every minute to, to watch it um, and to, you know, inform your own opinion about it. But the thing is, is that Joe is very prepared and you would think the head doctor at CNN, Sanjay Gupta, would have very clear answers, that he would have been just as prepared with this. But in my opinion, what actually happened was that Sanjay was there for a different reason. And that was to try to change Joe's mind, number one, that he get vaccinated after he's had COVID and his right. antibodies are very strong. And, and he questions, why should I actually do this when so many studies say the antibodies are better if you, if you had it and you beat it versus, you know, getting the vaccine? And the other thing was that he made this comment, Sanjay Gupta made this comment in the beginning of the show where he said, you know, Joe, I wanted to come on your show because I feel like I really want to understand how you think. And he said, you know, I'm on television at CNN. He said, and 
all the people that watch CNN, they all get it. Like everybody gets it at this point, right? Everybody. So basically saying everybody's on the same page. We all agree to the same narrative. But how come you don't? Right. And how come, come to our side? Yes. And how come your followers don't? And yeah. let's keep in something in mind here. Sanjay Gupta didn't go to just anybody's podcast. He went to the podcast that reaches more people on the planet than any other podcast. And his Joe's podcast reaches more people than both Fox News and CNN combined, That's to my amazing. understanding. That is amazing. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was, even though it was civil. There was definitely you can you can see it you can watch it. He was definitely trying to change Joe's mind, but without no with no facts. Joe was presenting facts, and even though Sanjay is looking at the facts, he cannot get out of his bias about the bubble that he's in at CNN. So what becomes apparent to me is that he is so floored by the by the preparedness of of Rogan. He's watching Rogan present these facts. He cannot say that the facts are not real, but his mind is going crazy because he is literally thinking inside this bubble where nobody ever challenges him. Like everybody at CNN believes the same thing. Nobody's challenging it. It's all the same narrative. Let's just push this out, push this out, push this out. So he's trying to use spin live on the air to overcome the facts that Rogan is presenting and Rogan won't let him off the hook. He's like, Rogan wouldn't buy into the spin. He stuck tight to the question. He's like, no, we're not moving on until you answer this question, you know? And he was asking very serious questions. He was. And he kept adding He kept adding to it. And I didn't watch it. I just listened to it. But what I thought was interesting, and I'll liken this to a prize fight because, you know, Rogan is a commentator, former MMA, all this sort of stuff. You know, it, when they first came in, there was just some polite little jabs. It was very, very civil. They talked about the medical marijuana comment that Gupta made many years ago, how right. it would never be good for medicinal purposes. And then he backtracked on it by saying that it is good for kids with seizures, PTSD, all those sorts of things. So he did a 180. So I think that's what encouraged Joe to take this request that Sanjay wanted to come on his show, the largest podcast in all the world, and have this conversation. So there was a few polite jabs, and then they got into the meat of it. And it seemed like every single five minutes, there would be another topic that Gupta wanted to take it. And Joe said, we'll add that to the list, but let's stay on this. Yeah. And it was really big. I, I especially like the parts where he was calling out, you know, Gupta's the doctor, you know, the, the CNN head, you know, medical, yeah, whatever. Right. He's the guy that people trust. They, they trust this guy. And for him to come out and be a part of an organization like CNN that talked about the horse dewormer through the ivermectin and all this other stuff, Joe was not going to let him off the hook at all. And he kept bringing it back around the whole time. And Gupta at the end, he just started to say, you know what? I, I don't know if he ever said you're right, but he was pretty much he said it was wrong for them saying that. Wrong for them to, to yeah. phrase it that way, right. which I thought was pretty good. And, you know, being a person that just listened to it, I thought that the whole thing as a whole, I didn't study it like you did, but I did feel like Rogan did come prepared, whereas Gupta maybe didn't. And he thought, it's kind of like when Tyson fought Buster Douglas. He's like, I'm going to go in here and thump this jump, and I'm going to move on my way. Sorry to keep using the fight puns, but he, I don't think he came prepared. And yeah. when Joe started presenting those facts... Shit just went off the rails. And and what here? So this is what's interesting to me. He's a doctor. He's a very well known doctor. He practices. He works at a university. He also is the head doctor on CNN. And he didn't come prepared. 
So what was his reason for being there? That's interesting. Because if he didn't come prepared, and he obviously was not prepared, he couldn't even he couldn't even give a fact to fact argument or a study to study argument with what Joe uh, had because the one paper that he did present was about COVID and how it affects everybody with myocarditis across the board. So it's like from like from young people to eight people in their 80s. And Joe was only concerned with teenage boys yeah, where it boy, affects yeah, right, it the most, right. where there's the most danger, right? Where yeah. That's where we have like the signal that there's a problem. Sure. And Gupta was trying to throw this in there and Rogan's like, no, 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 that that's not... You cannot lump everybody into this study because this study is just for the concern which is these teenage boys that are having having this problem. So it became very apparent to me that I'm I'm like, well, why why would this guy not be there or be this unprepared to do this? Because his his intention was not to sit and to literally have a, a conversation or a debate about what's true. It was about to change Joe's mind. And then there was this weird thing at the end, and you really needed to see, because I know you listened to it, right, I watched right. it. At the end, towards the end, and I, and I don't remember how far into it, but it was really far into the podcast, it becomes apparent that Gupta's got a book, right? Correct, now yeah, this is, World War C, I believe Yeah, so this called, is yeah. really interesting, right? Because Joe has many guests on, that are coming to pimp their book out, right? And they'll talk about the book. They'll talk about what's in the book. Joe will have an expanded conversation with them. They'll show the book. They'll say where to get the book. It's a it's a whole thing. Yeah. We know that. We're in this right. business. Exactly. In this business. I exactly. do it. We do it on our podcast. Sure. I do it on other people's podcasts with my books. Yes. Perfectly acceptable. Except with, with Sanjay... They didn't even send the book. No, they didn't even get a he looks at, copy. He looks at young Jamie and he's like, do we have a copy of this book? Jamie's like, there's nothing. Yeah, you're thinking Jamie's going to get in trouble for right, not passing yeah, the book along, yeah, right? That's exactly. what I thought. He's like, like, and then and Sanjay's like, they didn't send the book. He's like, well, do you have a copy of the book? I don't have a copy of the book. He wasn't that's there. That's never to, happened. Never. He, he, he was not there to sell a book. Right. The book was rarely even talked about. It was. Right? It, it, was, a, it, was, a, it was part of a ploy, I think, to get on the show. And here's another thing. There are so many podcasts right now that are talking about this whole debate. Um, and I'm not in the, I'm, I'm not buying the conversation, like who is right, who is wrong. That's not where I'm coming from. Uh, but what's interesting is that depending on who you listen to, one podcast will make it sound like Joe invited Sanjay on. And then if you listen to the, if you actually listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, it be it was very apparent that Sanjay approached Rogan um, and apparently through a third party about actually coming on the sure. show, and then he invited him on the show. But it was a reach out from Sanjay because he said, "Why did you want to come on the show?" And you were talking about the the marijuana thing. They right. had this discussion in the beginning where Joe says, "He says, you know, he says, he said, uh, he, he asked Sanjay, he said, why did you want to come on the show?" And he said, "Because I think that there's discussion to have." And he mentions the whole CNN and our people are are getting it, and almost like your people are not. But then he says, well, I wanted to ask you the same thing. And Joe says, well, he said, you know, one of the things that really impressed me about you was that your reversal on, on, on medicinal marijuana. And you were really against it. And then you started to look at the data and you started to realize that all of the studies were biased to find out what's, what's harmful about this instead of what's beneficial. And then you made a public retraction and turned around. He was like, that's an honest guy. That's a guy I could trust to have questions. If you're going to do this publicly and say, listen, 
I was wrong or I didn't have the data or there wasn't enough. And I've since researched this and I completely changed my mind about it. And I think this is a really good thing for people now. He said, that really impressed me, Sanjay. And you have to admit that's an impressive thing. Absolutely. That's, that's it's a, very rare nowadays. Right. And then he proceeded to not do that on Rogan's show at all. It was all about... He dug in. He dug in. Huge. Down. How can I get Rogan to agree with my narrative, even though he's proving that most of the narrative is incorrect, right? And there, I mean, there were some things that Sanjay said that were accurate. He had some studies and stuff that were accurate, but not as it compared to what Joe wanted to talk about. So it was very interesting. So I started thinking to myself, you know, what's really fascinating about this, and I think the, one of the major problems that we're having, and I think that people need to pay attention to, is that Every single channel that information comes out to the public is coming through some form of a business, including me. Sure. We're, I'm a business. We're a sure. business. We're a company, right? Right. And these businesses want to make money. So we have to remember that anytime there's a self-interest involved, there is a tendency for a bias in, right. in that direction. The problem here is that we cannot seem to get to the truth because for whatever reason, the biases are so strong in different areas that they're literally willing to make up completely erroneous stories in order to push their narrative. Like this whole thing about the horse dewormer with ivermectin started because there was some breakthrough talk about this drug possibly working as a frontline uh, 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 like prophylactic, pro, for well, <clears throat> prophylactic and first-time treatment. Like yeah. if somebody came in right away, they were showing that they could sure, use it, lessen and it, the effects yes, of the virus. Yes and, yes, and and possibly turning it around. Right. And then we find out they're using it in India, and we find out they're using it in Japan, and it's not really being talked about all that much, which is which is kind of weird. Yeah. And then when they try to find out what the information is, it's kind of distorted. But you have people. And Joe Rogan had this guy, Dr. Pierre Corey, on the show with Brett Weinstein, and they were talking about how he's using it frontline, like they're literally using it on people. And he was saying, this is what the results. So then he got very discredited after that because they said that he was biased and he was, he was not, you know, going scientific procedure and, you know, and all this different stuff. And I'm watching this. I'm just sitting back and I'm watching, right? Because it's kind of like, well, who do you believe? What's the truth? Is there a little cover-up here because Merck wants to make more money coming up with a new drug? Because because the, the argument was the, the patent's patent is, out. Yeah, right. the patent's out on ivermectin. It costs them like a buck to make the pill. Right. They Merck literally donates hundreds of millions of pills to Africa every year because it cures river blindness yeah, and some yeah, other parasitic. other parasitic right, diseases. Right. Like it won the Nobel Prize in 2015. Yeah, it wasn't it, that long ago. It wasn't that 2015 long ago. 2015 was not that right, long ago. And it's when been that around Nobel since the mid-70s. Right. It is, it is, it is, I my understanding is that it's on the who's list of of medications that's essential medications sure. for the human population. They just can't get seven hundred dollars a pill for it right now. That's so right. why push it? That's right. <laughs> why push it? Right. But the new pill, they can get seven hundred dollars. Yeah, absolutely. A pill yeah. For, right? Yeah. So there is they can patent it, they can change just a small little genetic thread in it or whatever and they can sell it for $700 a piece and that is what was really interesting listening to that conversation and I think you know it's interesting to think people in power when you talk about you know taking 
you know, you take this doctor from CNN, Sanjay Gupta, and you listen to him speak and you listen to him talk. And, you know, this is, he, he has a voice. He has a pretty strong platform. And he was probably going, like you said, onto Rogan to sway Joe and sway some of his listeners. And I think towards the end, he even may have said, you know, if I can get one person to agree with me, then it's a win for me. All these other sorts of things. But the fact that he doesn't send his book, the fact that he just shows up um, and, and reaches out to be on this show tells me that you're 100% correct in your assessment. He was expecting to go in there, not bully Joe, because Joe can not be bullied, especially on his home right. turf, but to be able to sway him. And there was no swaying. But see, the thing about Joe is, is that, you know, even Joe said this, his, his political affiliation kind of came up in that episode. And they, you know, you would assume, right. you would assume wrongly that he's leaning right. He's a right, he's, a, he's left. He even said it. He's come yeah, on and said, yeah, he's yeah. come on. But you yeah, wouldn't think that because, you know, the way that, um, you know, he was, he was speaking, you know, he's very centric in a lot of his stuff. He's willing to give anybody a platform to speak. And that's what I think what separates Joe from most other podcasts yeah. is that he does bring people in. And this conversation was just fascinating. And it's just, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. I feel yeah. like people are really starting to gain traction. And I did want to talk about the letter Yes. that Sanjay wrote after the fact. And yes. I thought that was really interesting because full transparency, when I listened to it, I thought that both of them came off sounding pretty good. I there, agree. There were I a agree. few pe there were a few pieces where, you know, I was like, oh man, Joe's really stepping on him right now. He's really got him down. But then But he was keep he was keeping him from changing the conversation. Yes, what, very different. Sanjay kept trying to change the conversation yeah. instead of asking the question. He's like, We're not doing that. Answer yeah. the question. Like, why are we here if we're not gonna answer the question? Yeah, exactly. Right? And then a day or two so after after this dropped on the, you know, October thirteenth, I think it was a day after, you know you go to cnn.com and there's this letter, right? And this letter's from Sanjay. Yeah. I, I do air quotes now because it feels like a company line to me. It feels yeah. like I wrote this and you sign your name to it, whatever it might be. I, I'm not here to say that. I'm just here to say that what he said in there was completely backtracking almost what he said to Joe in that almost as if he was intimidated to the point where he was afraid he was going to get choked out. Now he kind of made a joke of it in the very first part of his letter about, you know, part of me thought he was going to hurdle himself across the table and choke me out with a rear naked chokehold. The truth of the matter is, is that this letter made him see, this made him come off really bad for me. Yeah, I agree. After the fact, like after the I fact. I mean, he literally said that he was actually really scared. Yeah, what, you know, when you he was talking with like Don Lemon, it's, it's like, See, are you serious? There was nothing in there. And he also brought Joe a bottle of whiskey, which right. they had a couple they of drinks did have a together couple too. From it. it was very fascinating. If you read the letter, not having seen that, the you would think that, that it was very close to a brawl. Yeah, totally. That, that's why it was so interesting. When I read the letter after the fact, I was like, this is quite shocking that this is what comes out of this good conversation. And it was a good conversation. And I, I, it was nice to be able to see a couple of very intelligent human beings have a civil discussion about something that's very timely. And I think that in this day and age, you know, I heard... Um, just this morning, I was listening to the Daily Stoic, and he was talking about this phrase that I'd never heard before called radical candor, yeah. where you can have this sort of opinion and not be afraid to put your opinion out there. Because in the age of cancel culture, and we'll get into that another time, you, there's almost people that are afraid to speak up. They're afraid to speak up about their affiliation with the public, their, the, the political office. They're afraid to speak up about something that someone did. This is a canceling type conversation we can have here. It's really interesting that that we can't have a civil discussion, but these two did, but then this totally throws, you know, just mud in the water to me. It does. And, and, and 
it was, like you said, the letter is what sealed it for me that there was another alternative, right? So let me just give you part of this here. Um, He says, in today's highly segmented media world, most of the people who watch and listen to me every day on CNN have already received and accepted the message about the utility of vaccines, the importance of masks, and how we can all work together to put an end to this pandemic. So I realized that if I was serious about trying to communicate public health, I need to go to a less comfortable place. I needed to go to the lion's den and accept an invitation to sit down with Joe Rogan for more than three hours. I underlined, go into the lion's den. Yeah. That piece in my mind was like, what in the hell is he saying? Right. There? Now, if you're going to write something that's just fun or funny or whatever, that's one thing. Right. But when I, when I step, and, I'm, and there's more, I'm going to get into it. When I, when I was thinking to myself, what is the intention of this? Right. So there you like we could you could Sanjay could write whatever he wants. He could be funny. He could he could lie. Not saying that he did lie, but he could. He could write he could write something that sure. that is more comedic or he could write something that is judgmental, uh, dogmatic. He could he could bias either side. But being the fact that he's talking about, I need to go into this situation. We need to have a conversation that could be a difficult conversation. Why would you write a piece that hints at Joe being less than an ethical human being uh, and possibly violent? So here's where this goes. He says, I, and this is Sanjay Gupta saying this. Now, tell me if you don't think this is bizarre. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a conversation that long with anyone. Seriously, think about that. We sat in a windowless podcast booth with two sets of headphones and microphones a few feet between us. Not a single interruption. No cell phones, no distractions, no bathroom breaks. So, I mean, the guy's 51, I think right. he yeah, said. Yeah, right? I think so. And yeah. he's never had a three-hour conversation with yeah, somebody before. Especially as a doctor. Isn't that a yeah, little that weird? Is, especially, you know, being the doctor on CNN, you think he's had multiple conversations yeah. of that length. Right. Yeah. So he goes on. At a time when there's a desire for shorter, crisper content, responding to an abbreviated human attention spans, one of the most popular podcasts in the country features conversations that last exceptionally long and go particularly deep. Okay, there's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Many friends caution me ex- uh, against accepting Joe's invitation. There is little room for reasonable conversations anymore, one person told me. He's a brawler and doesn't play fair. Another warned, in fact, when I told Joe early in the podcast that I didn't agree with his apparent views on vaccine against COVID, uh, ivermectin, and many things in between, part of me thought the MMA former Taekwondo champion might hurl himself across the table and throttle my neck. But instead, he smiled and off we went. So, so, so here's the thing. This is, this is where I think Sanjay's full of shit. Because in the podcast, he talks specifically about many episodes of Rogan that he's watched. Mm -hmm. And he said he's watched Rogan on and off for years. Yes, he has. Has he ever once seen Joe get physical or even aggressive to the point where somebody would fear for their well-being and being the largest podcast in the world, if that happened, it would be all over the news. I've been watching him for years. Right. And I've never seen that. I've seen debate. I've seen some debate get a little heated. But never anything that you thought was going to go sure. beyond a, a reasonable discourse or yeah. radical candor. Yeah. Like you yeah, were saying. Exactly. And 
you when you write something like this, there's an intention behind it. You're trying to change the minds of people that are reading it so that they see you as a good person and they see Joe as something different. Right. Something different, right? Um, and then he writes this, which which is a complete lie. Complete lie. And if you don't believe me, go watch the podcast yourself. Here is the headline. Joe Rogan agreed to get vaccinated. Yeah, what does that even mean? Where did that come from? Right. I don't know why it's in this. And we'll actually link to this letter in our show notes below. But it's like, here is a headline. Joe Rogan agreed to get vaccinated. What's interesting about it is it's not a clickable link, which it's so taken out of context within this letter from Gupta. I don't know what that means. I don't know where that came from. I don't know if CNN put that in there and originally linked to it. And then now it's no longer linked because I did see that the article was updated. Um, on the 14th of, of, of October. But one of the things in that, as you continue to read on, what I thought was interesting was, was Joe simply a sower of doubt, a creator of chaos, or was there something more? Was he asking questions that begged to be asked, fueled by necessary yeah. su- suspicion and skepticism? If you know Joe Rogan, he is a naturally curious person. Like you said, he is, he he's borderline skeptic. He wants to know. He's a seeker of truth. And when you use terms to me like going into the lion's den and reaching across the table. I mean, Joe knows better than to get physical with anybody because it could be the downfall of his entire empire. Why would he do that? It's just so interesting that they brought that into the conversation. And I really feel like this letter makes all of what I was listening to Gupta and I was kind of enthralled with what he had to say kind of just go to the wayside anymore. And what else is fascinating to me is that he was very unaware of some of the studies that Joe was bringing out. This is the doctor from CNN and he doesn't know about these studies and he kept trying to say that those studies, well, whatever studies you're talking about don't really matter. Joe kept saying they are medical studies. Well, you know, studies, doctors hang their hats on studies. We make medical breakthroughs based on studies. And this guy was having no part of it. And when they talked about the tragedy of the 19-year-old girl who died, who was healthy, got the vaccine, and then ended up dying, all it takes is one child to die. I don't care if there's one or a hundred. If there's one, I'm done. I'm not giving my kid the vaccine. If that makes me a super spreader bad guy, so be it. But when he's like, I didn't know about that, I didn't hear about that, that was another indicator to me, like, hmm, something's not quite right. And Joe's had several people that he knows have, uh, well, he said one guy had a stroke, one guy had a heart attack and two strokes, He's had several friends have really, really bad reactions right. to this. And he was actually going to get the vaccine until that happened. And then he backed off. He's like, there's something here that's not right. And he wanted to know more. He, but, but, he, but Sanjay did something even weirder, which most people didn't even pick up on. And it was this. Yeah, let's hear this. So Rogan keeps saying, and he has been saying on his podcast for the longest time now, how come we're not telling people to get healthy. Like we know the best defense against COVID is to be a healthy person, right? right? To not be overweight, to not have any comorbidities, to, you know, to, to be healthy. And our country is filled with very, very unhealthy individuals. Even the children, most of the children that have either died or had a really bad time with COVID had comorbidities. They had cancer, they had, they were overweight or whatever. So, He's, he says, how come that we're not talking about those things? How come we're not, how come that we're not on the, the news isn't saying, listen, you need to lose weight, you need to get healthy, you need to do all this thing. Instead, they call it fat shaming and you're not allowed to discuss it and whatever. And, and Sanjay says this, 
why can't we do both? And Joe's, and, and it's like, okay, why can't we do both? That's a good question. But you're not doing the other one at all. Exactly. You're just, you, the only thing anybody is saying is vaccine, 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 vaccine. And they're not talking about getting healthy and what people can do in their personal life to make the odds more in favor of them. And it's kind of like, why can't we do both? We don't do both. We don't do both in any way, shape, or form. And if doctors do both, they get canceled. Sure. If they talk about it, if they talk about vitamin D, if they talk about losing weight, if they talk about all these other things that you could do to make yourself better, they're considered some kind of a conspiracy theorist person, and it doesn't do anything, and they get canceled. Like, they get yeah. they get shut, whether it's YouTube or it's Twitter or whatever it is. The message gets... The message, yes, you're not allowed to have this, you're not allowed to have the conversation. They yeah. just keep shutting the conversation Science. down, which, to me, it's kind of like... I understand the idea that everybody believes the vaccine is the way to go. However, there is enough doubt that has been sown in so many different areas. Why is it that they can't have a conversation about anything else? Why will they only allow this? Now, you might say, well, David, you're becoming a conspiracy theorist, but their behavior is leads people to go down that road. When you create enough doubt, you know, like you mentioned something very interesting. If I'm if I'm a person like I totally trust the government, sure. like all of that, they say vaccine, I'm getting vaccine. No problem. I think that's what I should do. That's my part as a good citizen, whatever. And somebody else says to me, but yeah, but my kid died right. from this, right? I Okay, your kid died. I'm sorry that your child died. People die from vaccines. Not everything is perfect. Well, we know that's true also, sure. right? We know that there's harm that can happen from vaccines. And the idea is that we keep it to a very small amount. Nothing's perfect, right? But you're not going to change the mind of the person that was affected by it right. in, a, in a negative way. And we don't even want to address that. Yeah, It's like, it's well, fuck off. Like, oh, don't, sorry, too bad. You know, the, what's more important is that 300 million other people live. Yeah, okay. From a broad conversation, that holds some water, but that's what you're going to tell somebody who lost their kid or lost their husband or lost their wife and at or least lost have their the mom? At least have the conversation, right? Yeah. I mean, at least at least acknowledge they that there's another side the to this. And I mean, even in that article, you know, they talk about how he's, Joe's not necessarily anti-vaccine, if, even if he does raise legitimacy questions. At no time has Joe ever said he's anti-vaccine. He's Never. like, you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. He's his more anti, the, yes. or he's more pro-choice. His, his wife has a vaccine. Yes. His parents has a vaccine. Yes. He was going to get, get it. it. He was going to get it. And there was a, there was a, um, uh, a date screw up from what I understand. They needed him to come in early because he was going to get it to call an MMA fight. And he had a prior commitment. He couldn't get there the day early. And then it was like, well, we'll do it the week after. And then during he that time his frame, his friends got ill. Yeah. Oh it. yeah, that's right. And, and that's, he, yes, and then he got that really enough concerned. Out in his head, like it's not yeah, for me. he was like, I'm putting that on pause until I investigate yeah. this, and it's now gone down this huge rabbit hole. But the thing is, is that it's not like Joe is presenting stuff that's just complete bullshit. Right. And we can't get people it's like, okay, if you're going to say these other things don't work, right? Because I know the ivermectin one is a is a huge, huge deal. Yeah, they handled that very poorly. CNN did. But everybody's handling it yeah, poorly. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Everybody's handling it poorly. Nobody's coming out and 
and making anybody feel good about any side of it because they won't present anything that's real. The narrative is knock it the fuck off. Don't talk about it. And then let's change it and make it look like it's a bunch of rubes taking horse medicine yeah. that don't know what they're doing. And then they attach it to Trump and the right wing and red states. And it's completely not true. I mean, we know doctors that are like, you need to take this. Right. Right. I I cannot tell you how many doctors exactly. I know. Exactly. That, that will they will not come out publicly. No, they don't want to take that but risk. But if they know somebody has they has it, they they prescribe it. Yeah, hundred percent. They prescribe it. So it's like, why? And and why can't we talk about it? Why can't it not be a discussion? So when I saw all this, it was like I was so happy that this was going to happen, and then it left such a bad taste in my mouth because I was like, here again, it's going to be somebody just completely saying you're wrong. I'm going to do everything that I can change your mind, and then that's it. There's actually no real discussion. And yeah, they left it with both of them saying, I like the way you think. And they left sure. as friends and it was, it was peaceful. And then it was like, okay, all right, I get it. So he got caught in his bias. He wasn't as prepared. Maybe he thought it was going to go another way. I also very much understand what happens to somebody when they're in a bubble for too long, yeah. their own bias bubble. And CN's got to be, yeah, and it's got to be a huge bias bubble. Not sure. that like Fox or any oh, other one, oh, MSNBC, they're all, other right. Yeah, absolutely. And then you come out and talk to somebody who has a different opinion that's not in part of that bubble. And part of your mind is assuming, oh, these people all think the way that I do, this will be easy. This, I'll have the facts. This will be easy to be able to change their mind. And, and then they get hit with like, oh, this is real. Like this is... Like something's, right. something's wrong here. But instead of just coming out and, and being like, you know something, let me go back and check this stuff out. Let's get back together again. And because I'm very, I'm very concerned about what you're saying. And let's see if we can figure this out together, right? He goes back and he writes a half feel good, half hit piece with some, with some kind of nasty innuendos in that letter that don't make anybody feel any fucking better. No, about it, it doesn't. It's so wishy washy. And I just want to go to the very last, the very last paragraph of this letter. And this is from Sanjay's words. And this is from the I link in the article in the show notes again. I guess a small part of me thought I might change Joe Rogan's mind about vaccines. After this last exchange, I realized it was probably futile. His mind was made up, and there would there would always be plenty of misinformation out there neatly packaged to support his convictions. Truth is, though, I'm still glad I did it. My three-hour-long conversation wasn't just with Rogan. If just a few of his listeners were convinced, it will all have been well worth it. Yeah. Like, to me, when I read that, I see his mind wasn't changed, but I was going in there. There was no way in hell mine was going to even shift a little exactly. bit. And that, to me, tells you everything about why he chose to go on there. And when he knew he couldn't change Joe's mind, he just rolled over like a docile dog. Yeah. I mean, that's really yeah, what it I'm came basically, He's basically admitting it. And, the, 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 I mean, what's ridiculous about this is that he didn't present anything solid enough yeah. to change anybody's mind. Right. Like, I wish he would have. Yeah, it would have been nice. I it would have been nice to have that because Joe brought facts, Joe yeah. brought studies, and he, and the doctor. I mean, Joe is not a medical doctor at right. all, and he's bringing facts, and he's bringing study to the table. He's engaging in an intellectual conversation, whereas Gupta probably thought he was going in there yeah. against some thuggy rube who was just going to, yeah. you know, take take what Sanjay yep. said and run with it. Yeah. Interesting. It just, yeah. So, I, it, so the point is, the point of, yes. of this podcast is it was never meant to bring truth. It was meant to push a narrative and to continue to push the narrative and knock one of the biggest 
people that is questioning anything out of the box, which they can't do. Like they've tried. This isn't the first time they've tried to knock Rogan out of the box over this whole COVID thing. And all he's doing is trying to find out the fucking truth. And they want him out for that. They don't want anybody questioning what they say is the only way. That's it. So that's why I wanted to talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I love I that we talk. Bullshit. I mean, that, that's what these Full Throttle Thursdays are all about. It's about having conversations. And I love that when you bring such an interesting eye and an interesting viewpoint to these things that I don't see, and probably a lot of our viewers or listeners don't see either. And it's, I like to be, I like to hear both sides Me too. of a conversation. Uh, I fear that that's becoming more and more an anomaly. You're either all in or you're all in over here, all in over there. There's nothing in between. I like to listen to both sides and I'm easily swayed by one side or the other. I liked some of what Sanjay said. I liked some of what Joe said, but at the end, like you said, after reading this letter, I felt completely wishy-washy on Sanjay's side of things. I'm more apt to believe what Rogan says because he came prepared than I am with what the medical doctor from CNN had to say. So that's what these conversations are so good about because we're not here to change people's minds. We're just here to have an open conversation about these things that are going on. And the fact that this is lighting up, we don't usually talk about other podcasts on our podcast, but I think, you know, we have a huge, huge respect for Joe Rogan. Clearly you have been listening to him for years and years and years. I think that people should go and check that out, decide for themselves, and really start to understand that we just want the truth. Yes. I, really, that's what it boils down and to. And I've also seen when Rogan gets it wrong to come back on and, and, and he owns do it. a retraction. He owns that Or shit. do an apology. Yes. Um, I just, you know, the, the, the real thing for me is that people walk away more confused than they were before. And if anything, what this podcast did, if you... And so... It's it's hard to say what the what the what the audience feels about this, right? Sure. But if you look at all the podcasts that have talked about this, it is my side won, your side lost. So it's a it's a yeah wins versus losses. That's what it is. That's my crazy. side won, your side lost. And I don't think that that was what Rogan's after. I think that he really wants to make some headway through this, and he probably thought, here's a guy I might be able to make some headway with, as far as. A honest conversation, not necessarily changing a mind, but finding out. And Sanjay had a completely different agenda. Completely different yeah. agenda. I mean, we do this with our presidential candidates. We should do this with our medical people in the medical profession. We should have a Dr. Pierre Corey have a sit down with a Sanjay Gupta and just have a debate and a free thinking yeah. conversation just to see where it might go. Because as we know, you know, this this. COVID is such a hot button topic and it's been so politicized. Just having a conversation about what's in the best interest of you as a human, make your choice and listen to these people and decide for yourself. But don't force me to go do anything. Don't say that my body doesn't belong to me. I mean, that's a lot of the conversations that are going on. I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm pro-vaccine. Get the damn vaccine. It's your body. But I'm also... You should be able to make that choice, and I think that's what. But Logan you want came the information across. so you can make the choice. Hundred percent. That's Absolutely. all we're asking. Absolutely. I mean, that's what it's all about. So this has been good. I'm. I was really nervous to have this conversation just because you know I don't feel I have the depth of knowledge that you do on this. But after listening to you and listening to that and reading the letter, I think we're kind of very much on the same page with how this one rolled yeah, out. Yeah, and here's the important thing. You have an opinion that matters. That's true. Absolutely. And right? use it. Use that opinion. Yes, exactly. You absolutely the, should have that's an opinion. That's the idea. Without the fear idea. of anybody, you know, any repercussions, say what you want to say. I mean, instead of just hiding behind it and then two-faced behind somebody else's back coming out and saying right. it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not good. All right. Cool. This is a good one. Thank you. It is. Take care. All right. All right. All right.
All right, everyone. Well, there you have it. Very uh, few times have we talked about another podcast on our podcast, but the Joe Rogan podcast with Dr. Sanjay Gupta was just so good, and it's so white hot right now. We had to do our part to get in and bring David's philosophy and understanding around the successful mind to that conversation. We hope you enjoyed it. Please do us a favor. Leave a comment down below and let us know what your takeaway was from this conversation, and we'll see you on the next Full Throttle Thursday with the Successful Mind podcast. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.